Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. Have we discussed Tom Cruise probably killed Stanley Kubrick? No, we have not talked about that. Mm, um, I think that's that, news to me. I think it's probably true. On this episode of Citizen Critic, the Christian Science Monitor's 1980 review of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining can't muster even the slightest sympathy for a little boy whose father is trying to kill him. An Amazon reviewer feels like nothing at all happens in Stephen King's novel, apart from the character development, description of setting, plot, tension, action, and resolution. And we're taken inside the real-life Overlook Hotel by some TripAdvisor contributors, including one who really ought to be keeping a closer eye on her boyfriend's questionable behavior. All work and no play makes Jack a citizen critic. Once again, to Citizen Critic, the podcast where we critique the critics and review the reviews. Uh, I'm Scott Janowitz. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm your other one, Greg Conley. Welcome, Greg. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, well, thanks. I've been here the whole time. Welcome to my home. <laughs> this is definitely We your are home. recording in my uh, home studio. Today, we're going to talk Stephen King. Vis-a-vis sex symbol or not sex symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Vis-a-vis legendary cocaine <laughs> Absolutely. He was a prodigious cocaine user. He was, admittedly. Oh, admittedly, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll argue, though, that I think most cocaine users are, it's either you're prodigious or you're not actually doing cocaine. You know what I mean? Like, there's no casual. It's like, oh, there's a freaking coffee table filled with cocaine. Let's do it all. I dabble. Quick before the sun comes up. Check on the mantelpiece. There might be a little bit of cocaine yeah, that's not something here. You see the box labeled cocaine? There might be some in there. I don't yeah. know. Check the expiration date. It's been in there forever. Could you hurry? <laughs> Could you hurry up, please? <laughs> yeah, prodigi- he was a prodigious cocaine. Prodigious, user. and um, you know, it worked for him for a long time. He he made his greatest works. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk um, Stephen King, specifically The Shining, um, that's going to be our feature presentation today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later we'll get into some user reviews of shining related places and things. Absolutely. Um, for <laughs> our uh, visit to our fellow citizen critics out yeah. there. One of the things that's going on right now that's very Stephen Kingy, there's an HBO series that's actually wrapping up this weekend. The Outsider, it's based on. Uh-huh. One of Stephen King's many books that he's published completely under the radar as far as I'm concerned. Right. Yeah. You just can't keep up. I have lost track. I can't read that fast. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's called The Outsider. It's with uh, Jason Bateman and Ben Mendelsohn. Stephen King calls it one of the best adaptations of my work. So that means nothing. Meaningless. Absolutely <laughs> meaningless. Anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about today, The Shining, and um, we're going to read a a review from 1980 Mm. when Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining was released. Not to be confused with the superior Stephen King miniseries version (laughs) was released, and this is a review uh, of that movie. Going back to 1980, I found this review of the Kubrick film in the Christian Science Monitor. Uh, This one is called When Shivers Came From What You Didn't See by David Sterrett. This makes me think of Andy Rooney. Whatever happened to ghost stories? (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean bloody, overboiled horrors like Dawn of the Dead and Carrie. What? (laughs) I'm talking about the atmospheric chillers of old. 
where the shivers often came from what you didn't see. You know, good creepy fun. Not banal brutality. <laughs> Whatever happened to ghost stories? Uh, this is a gross story. What? So, I like Undeniably it, it, a creepy story. It's a very creepy, creepy story. Creepy movie. Where you don't actually... All, you don't see a lot. No. You, I mean, there's a lot that's unsaid. It's that's, a haunted hotel. Whatever happened to ghost stories? Yeah, this is not the way he wants ghost stories to go. <laughs> he doesn't like the ghosts. This is not the evolution of ghost stories. He's like, you know what I want my ghost stories? Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> the best of the classic fantasy films combined spooky effects with credible characters and believable situations. Violence was often held to a minimum, which made the mood all the more ominous. I wonder what he's thinking. Yeah, I don't know. Some filmmakers still try this approach, but can't seem to pull it off. John Carpenter wanted The Fog to work entirely by indirect means, but lost the rhythm of it <laughs> and started throwing in R-rated shocks oh, to boy. boost the impact <laughs> of the tale. <laughs> I see. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, he just doesn't want to see it. But shouldn't there always be a payoff? There's going to yeah. be a payoff. You can't just be in suspense, in suspense, in suspense. Yeah, there's got to show a, a little bit of stuff. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to see it. I want to. I, you know what I love about ghost stories is not being scared. <laughs> <laughs> For my money, the worst disappointment of the year is The Shining. What a picture that could have been. What a picture that could what? have been. <laughs> <laughs> so much potential, but they showed stuff. <laughs> A modern ghost yarn with an excellent cast, directed by master technician Stanley Kubrick. All true. Uh, yeah, and all, that's, all what, that's why it worked. <laughs> Yet the result is a bore, sometimes gratuitously violent, and lacking logic as well as chills. What? Um, there's not that much violence no, in it. No, I'm trying to think of what's... Vi- Halloran gets an axe to the chest. Fairly violent. That that's, is a fairly... That's and really the- about it. Shelley Duvall's uh, hacky with the knife. Knife work? Yeah. Well, but she barely... I won't get over it. It is such poor knife work. Yeah, that's not gratuitously violent. No, that is gratuitously sloppy knife work is what it is. (laughs) She barely slashes out. Unbelievable. Like, you gotta grip it. Uh, Other current thrillers, such as Friday the 13th, have similar problems. Yeah, you cannot compare Friday the 13th with The Shining. They are... One's a gory slasher flick, and the other's The Shining. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a slasher film. Yeah. Have similar problems and are even more messed up in the taste department. (laughs) It's worth taking a look at The Shining, if only to find out how Kubrick, Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, and $18 million could have struck out so resoundingly. $18 million! Yeah, I don't think that this this reviewer is a fan of the, the genre. For the most part, no. And he claims to be no. A rev- uh, a He's like, where are the horror films like The Graduate? Where are those horror films? <laughs> Subtle, understated themes. <laughs> Imagine the horror of not having a job right out of college. <laughs> yes, that is terrifying. I liked his previous horror movie, Five Easy Pieces. <laughs> Nicholson was terrifying as an aimless youth. Imagine not having direction. (laughs) The basic story borrowed from Stephen King's novel is promising. A little boy can shine. That is, read minds and discern distant events. The trouble is he's only five years old. Oh, ageism. And he often doesn't (laughs) understand the vibes picked up by his ESP antenna. As a side note, one of my favorite... um, scenes in the movie yeah. is when Scatman Carruthers is, is at his place in Florida. Yeah. And the two the the two naked ladies uh on either side of his television. Uh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. As a kid I was like, that is how adults decorate houses, I guess. <laughs> that is that is what my house will also look like. It's <laughs> super strange. Chilling down in Florida with Just. some erotic velvet paintings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not small either. Like, no, they are the focal point. Framed on and over his side. bed, right? <laughs> it was prominently displayed. Yeah. Prominently. Displayed. <laughs> in, in, in any case. Hi, <laughs> welcome to my house. Bad taste. Here's some pornography. <laughs> I can tell what you're thinking because I have a gift. 
It's totally normal. Oh, Scatman and Carruthers must have been like, ah, uh, Mr. Kubrick. <laughs> I'm not so sure about this, my character's motivation here. You're kind of opening up a... You're supposed to like him, right? <laughs> I don't know that we need to get into the psychological, he likes porn element <laughs> of his character. Really? Can, maybe that can just be backstory. <laughs> can that just be informing? That, that character gets very short shrift in the, in the movie. In the book, he's the, like a hero. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He rescues them. He does. In this he case, does. he rescues them kind of inadvertently. He's a device. He just gets in the way. He he gets the takes an axe. the snow cat there right takes right, an right. axe to the chest yeah because yeah, he gets the snow cat there and he walks in he's just like hello is everyone okay flap <laughs> hello <laughs> travels all this all way. way oh my from god from Florida to Colorado uh, doesn't often understand the vibes picked up by his ESP antenna stupid five year old. What's more, his father has personality problems that are barely under control. Personality <laughs> problems. I mean, the movie doesn't really get into his personality problems that are pre-existing. I mean, I think it pretty clearly demonstrates that he's a psychopath. Not at the beginning. Are we not counting? I think at the beginning. Remember at the beginning when they're sitting in the office? And the guy's interviewing yes. him, and there's a really awkward moment where it's just like, like that Nicholson is a weird <laughs> pause, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, I mean, uh, like, he's definitely putting on, uh, but this is pretty, this is pretty subtextual, right? He's being uh, very obsequious. He's trying to the, act normal, yeah, yeah, but he's he's failing at doing so. I think he's succeeding. He gets I the really? job. Barely under control. I think he's got him pretty well under. He might. I agree. He has personality problems. I think he's controlling them. Pretty I feel well. like he has it under control. Like in the first Men in Black, when what's his face Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio lands and he puts on the, <laughs> he's the, the bug. suit. Yeah, yeah. That's he's pulling yeah. it off about as much as, as sugar much water. <laughs> that water with sugar in it. That's how much control that he has. <laughs> in my eyes, when I see him. That's how you see him. I just <laughs> see him. <yeah. laughs> uh, Bursting out of his skin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. While his mother is something of a cipher. Uh, a lot of the critics say that she's kind of um, a nothing, just kind of terrified. Yeah, I don't know. think that's true. That's true. Yeah, she really is like an abused wife she in is. any way she, i was gonna say an optimist but i guess abused wife <laughs> everything's great <laughs> everything's gonna be great oh <laughs> uh, in this case i think cypher means this is a dictionary definition someone or something of no importance oh that is yeah, inaccurate I disagree she is very important She's one of three main characters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I understand that she could, the, in the book, she's much more complicated and I think fleshed that, out. I, I, but I, I feel like, like you said, she acts like that because she's like abused. I feel like that is, she's complicated in the movie. You really do as a movie viewer. And I would assume as a film critic, try to read a little bit into the subtext. <laughs> no. Yeah. This from the guy who starts the review with, they show me too much. Yeah. Now to, I don't know. I'm, maybe. Not, I'm not getting it. She's obviously an abuse. It's an abusive marriage. Sure. She, he, he doesn't I'm physically abuse her. That's, yes. But it's, it's a, it's a dysfunctional. <laughs> I'm not a marriage counselor, but I'm going to diagnose it as yeah. an abusive marriage. It's a dysfunctional relationship with a man who is, has violent tendencies. Yeah. And was up until very recently an alcoholic, is an alcoholic, right. and was dr drinking until very right. recently. Right. So I don't think, and this, how she kind of comes into the hotel, and then as she sort of progresses through the story. Yeah. You know. She's, I mean, she is supposed to be kind of the stand-in for the audience also. She's, she's the sane person. Is she? Right? I'd like to think the audience would handle a knife better than that. But. <laughs> Well, you know, we're supposed to see the situation through her eyes. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. I mean, every every story has to have somebody who you are kind of aligning with your as your viewpoint, I think. Yeah. Who do I align with in that? Probably her. One Only one of the twins. 
<laughs> I'm the one on the left. Left, like left shark. I'm the left one. I think you're a righty. <laughs> I would be the righty. Because the righty does smirk a lot. She does. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's here comes got, the blood. She's got a knowing <laughs> smile. We could be... Uh, well, there's Halloran. Halloran. I don't want to be him. <laughs> if anything, I would like to be Lloyd, the bartender. Yes. He seems yeah. to have it all under control. He does. I do not want to be great. No. I don't like him one bit. Oh, he's he's no. terrifying. He, he, he really is. is possibly the most terrifying, aside from the uh, the twins. And the dog. The most terrifying guy. <laughs> the because he's so creepy. Because yeah, Grady's the twins' and dad. And he's like, oh, yes. Oh, let me get that. I got a bit of the avocado on you. Uh, <laughs> come into the bathroom. and What did he get on him? Because as far it's as some I'm, kind of a drink, he's spilling a drink. Advocat. Oh. Advocat. It's a traditional Dutch alcoholic beverage made from eggs, sugar, and brandy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, no, goodness. <laughs> the rich and creamy drink has a smooth custard-like consistency. <laughs> oh, this is uh, the most terrifying uh, thing in, that the, is in, absolutely. The, in the movie. It sounds disgusting. It really does. It sounds like if you have more than one. You will not take a solid poo for at least a week and a half, most likely two weeks. So uh, Grady says that he, oh, I spilled a little of the, uh, that's got to get that out. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, you know, the scariest thing is when he says the N word. Yes. That's kind of like, oh, your son is trying to involve a third party, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> it is shocking when you hear it on the big screen. <laughs> to cap it off, this threesome is isolated in a vacant hotel that's haunted by a whole army of spooks. But the only actually materialized ghosts, there's not only a few of them. The girls. Yeah, the ones who actually seem to haunt them. The girls. And in that case, Shelley Duvall actually gets away. She doesn't see any of them. Um, she doesn't, does she? No. Actually, maybe, no, towards the end, she's the one who sees the doggy blowjob. Oh, that's the, right. Yeah, the doggy yeah, blowjob. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice of Kubrick's to to show that one moment that can be traced back to a lengthy backstory mm-hmm. in the book. It really does. Like, it's there is Why? a lengthy backstory in the book. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll just show this yeah, one you know, weird yeah. scene. <laughs> right. It works. It's like, oh. <laughs> but it's a jump scare again. It's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and just when they look, they both they both turn and look at the same. It's and it's very real. And that if I were getting, if I were getting filleted by a um, a large man in a dog suit, yeah, I imagine I would have a similar look on my face <laughs> if Shelley Duvall barged in the room. And that's the most genuine acting, you know, that whole movie. If you go yeah. back and watch it, just stop it there. It's, it's like, like <laughs> fuck, are you doing? Fuck. Even as a ghost, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't explain. This is not. I know how this looks. <laughs> In any good ghost story, there's a simple basic secret. We have to care about the characters. This is where Kubrick flunks out entirely. He could give a shit about Danny. Wow. This guy's a psychopath. Could care less about Danny. Has no empathy. <laughs> Poor kid's riding his tricycle around his big wheel. He's a cute little kid. <laughs> I don't care what happens to him. Yeah. Fuck that kid. <laughs> he says, we have to care about the characters. Then he says, Flun- Kubrick yeah, flunks Kubrick out. Kubrick didn't make him care about the character. He cares about his lenses, his camera angles, and his tracking <laughs> shots, which are brilliant to be sure. <laughs> but the people in the story? They could be rats in a laboratory maze. In fact, Kubrick has added a maze to the tale. And he traps his characters there as if they were specimens whose quaint behavior could now be objectively studied. <laughs> this guy did not get this movie at all. Not even a little bit. Like, brilliant <laughs> filmmaking aside, it is brilliant, yeah, by it the way. It looks amazing. <laughs> Couldn't have cared less about the little kid, uh, but his mom. Perhaps this should come as no surprise. Kubrick has always been an ice-cold filmmaker. In The Shining, he gives us a chilly chiller. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole and if he doesn't feel for his heroes why should we uh, because we he... because we possess basic empathy <laughs> like i don't know the story why is he... what the story is and i feel sorry yeah. for these characters yeah i mean i don't think in hindsight he cared very much about shelly duvall but i think everyone empathize sympathizes with danny yeah Stephen King, author of The Shining Novel, agrees. Kubrick's direction is good, he told me recently, but it's heartless. Here Technically, the movie is flawless, yep. 
Yeah. And the acting is great, but it's not very scary. There you go. Stephen King had his ear. Uh-huh. I, you know, the fact that Stephen King didn't like The Shining. I understand it myself. I if I not. had written The Shining. Yes. I'd be pissed that the movie made of The Shining was almost a completely different story. <laughs> I don't know that it was. was it almost, not really, but major, major elements right. of the book but it's are not just, there. And it's it a ends a standalone piece of art. Yes, I agree. You know. But if I were Stephen King. Yeah, he. I think, he, again, he appreciates it. Kubrick's direction is good. The acting is good. The movie is flawless, yeah. technically. Well, he's not blind. But it's not very scary. As opposed to the remake that he made was scary with Stephen Weber. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's... And I mean, generations of movie watchers all agree. Yeah. This is a scary movie. It's a scary movie. <laughs> it's a it classic was, yeah, of the genre. Exactly. Yeah, it's no, there's no question. Stephen King and this reviewer are <laughs> fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this might be Stephen King's other pen name. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King told me recently. <laughs> According to the storyline, the Nicholson character is driven mad by the hotel and starts menacing his wife and son. But says King, he seems crazy from the beginning. I wanted to see an early scene where he takes the kid on his lap, gives him a kiss and says, I love you, Danny. Instead, the movie begins in a Volkswagen where Nicholson regales the family with a story about cannibals. <laughs> Kubrick true. has a very cold sensibility. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't recall in the book where he, aside from his inner thoughts, where <laughs> he is outwardly affectionate, where he takes Danny onto his lap and gives him a kiss in and the says, movie? I love you, Danny. No, I don't think, no, he doesn't do that in the There's book. There's that one scene where he's kind of losing his mind and they're already at the hotel and he brings Danny onto his lap and yeah, he's yeah. like, He's like, you like the hotel, don't you, Danny? He's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's all good. Have you, you seen these two little girls? Because <laughs> have uh, you noticed anything weird? Uh, <laughs> no, me neither. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe we should compare notes. Take the elevator. I don't know. That sums it up. Coldness and heartlessness are undermining today's suspense movies. <laughs> wow. That sums it up. Here's my review. Coldness and heartlessness are undermining today's suspense movies. The end. Don't go see it. Zero stars. <laughs> Love the Christian science monitor. <laughs> oh, this is a quite a summary. That sums it up. Did you ever notice? <laughs> Coldness and heartlessness are undermining. Why do they have to but, make these movies cold and heartless? So is it a suspe like suspense movie, horror movie, like... Does he start off calling it a horror movie? Whatever happened at ghost stories? Ghost stories. He started calling it a ghost story. I don't mean bloody overboiled horrors like Dawn of the Dead. And I Carrie. mean sheets with eyes cut out. Simple ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go now to uh, Citizen Critics. These are the uh, unsolicited opinions of the extremely opinionated. I went through and looked at a, just a few of the Amazon reviews of the book. Oh, of, of, the, of Shining. the Shining. Here's a review. Disappointed. I'm a big Stephen King. I'm a big Stephen King. <laughs> but I hate The Shining. <laughs> I look like Stephen King if he were morbidly obese. <laughs> I'm a 500-pound Stephen King. <laughs> it is a clunker of a vehicle that that stalls, jerks forward, then stalls again. Couldn't finish reading it. Like so, I, so I assume he means I'm a big Stephen King fan, but doesn't like the shiny. The shine, yeah. It's a clunker of a vehicle clunker. that stalls. When does it stall? What is Ever? It, what does this guy like? Like <laughs> cell the cell phone. <laughs> I just like Book. thinner. Uh, Tyler Lee Brewer. Sucked. <laughs> I would not recommend this book. The only reason I finished reading it is because I paid for it. It dragged so badly. I feel like nothing was happening throughout the entire book. <laughs> Parentheses. Besides the author describing the setting, past, flashbacks, and other things over and over you and know. over and over. <laughs> other and things that are generally in books. <laughs> um, the plot. The characters. <laughs> uh, fleshing out the characters. Yeah. Uh, motivating. Uh. <laughs> 
in, uh, events. Other than the cover-to-cover storytelling, nothing <laughs> happened. Until the last 15% of the book. <laughs> I will not read another SK book. No. I tried to read It by SK. <laughs> I can't buy, I can't be bothered to write out Stephen no, King. No, 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 no. <laughs> Too busy. <laughs> and it was written the same way. <laughs> I was bored to death and couldn't finish it. No offense to you, Mr. SK. <laughs> I think you're a horrible writer. <laughs> this just wasn't my cup of tea. <laughs> That's the review that Stephen King just ruminates Again, on. Again, headline time. is sucked. <laughs> no offense. No just offense. not for me. Oh, yeah. Sucked. Here's a good one. This is in German. Do not buy unless you speak German. <laughs> <laughs> this is a review of the audiobook. I purchased Stephen King's The Shining from the book depository on CD. First, it took a two plus. It took a two plus weeks to arrive. It was coming from England, so that is not totally their fault. Maybe customs held it up. What is their fault is the CD arrived and was in German, and they refused to take it back. As you can tell from this review, I speak English and not German. <laughs> <laughs> because we won the war. Well, I feel like if she really wanted to re- to, to to do it, she yeah. would have learned, learned German, German so she could have read the book. Truth be told, they offered to take it back <laughs> in store. <laughs> I, all uh, right, I got to I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like driving down there though. I was I was not being honest with you at the beginning of this review. <laughs> so guess who is stuck with a German copy of The Shining now? <laughs> you call this scary? I had high expectations from this book. It did not scare me at all. I read at night, alone, <laughs> while living in a friggin' creepy hotel. What? <laughs> really? That this is... guy seems to have put in the required effort. I don't understand why you would even do that. I really wanted to be scared, and this legendary book let me down big time. <laughs> I didn't even guess get goosebumps. And this is Never mind to... the erection I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, Hardly sure. erotic at all. He went out of his way, spent money to be scared. <laughs> old abandoned cemetery, hotel room. Not scary. I read it alone <laughs> in the dark where I could barely make it out. I broke into prison, <laughs> into an inmate's room, read it with him sleeping. Chained careful. myself to a bed, <laughs> threw the keys out the window, told no one where I was going, read in the trunk of a car. <laughs> Uh, that I put into neutral and let roll down a slope. Took a special drug that made my heart slow to the point where they thought I was dead. They put me in a coffin, gave me a funeral, and buried me. And it was still not scary. I got to the end, and I was like, meh. (laughs) So these are reviews of... Of the actual hotel. You can go and stay there. The hotel that was... It's the hotel that inspired the book. Yes. Where King stayed. Well, yeah. Is that, that's the truth. So he went and he checked into this hotel. Yeah. He was at a hotel and, um, and he thought it was, haunted. It was a vacation with his family. And yeah. I, I don't think, I don't know if he thought it was haunted, but he just thought it would be a good setting for haunted house. Okay. Um, two stars. Here's the problem with the Stanley. It's gorgeous on the outside. I love that it's called the Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> if you're actually staying there as a guest, it needs work. The first thing is that it's a confusing hotel. There's no valet help, no signs to tell you where to go when you want to check in. Huh. You could try the front desk. I mean, it's, it's usually it's fairly obvious. Hello! <laughs> Fortunately, there's one elevator, but it's really tiny. So getting luggage up and down takes time. In uh, the rooms, there's nothing about the hotel, not even things like hours of the restaurant, check-in out times, Nothing. First of all, at this point in, t- in your life, if you don't know when you check in or out of a hotel, yeah. that's your fault. Yeah. Figure that shit yeah, out. Yeah. You, you don't have a pamphlet like, oh, I don't know what time to check out. The- Believe me, they'll let I, you know I guess when I'll get just stay here. <laughs> I guess, guess I'm just living in the hotel now. Nobody <laughs> asked me to leave. Basic amenities that every hotel has are lacking, like... Air conditioning. Yes, it's a historic hotel, and yes, it's noted on the website that the, quote, cooling mountain breezes, end quote, Ooh. keep the place cool. They do not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> the tub shower setups are vastly different in every room. Well, <laughs> I was looking for the naked old lady. I did not get her. None to be found. 
There was nothing but a lithe, buxom young woman. <laughs> oh, you got the young one. Trying to seduce me the entire <laughs> night. But it was too hot. In mine, the knob was ajar, and to get the water in the tub, I had to experiment. Oh. Result. <laughs> what? <laughs> the knob was ajar? The, no- the knob was hanging <laughs> like a comedic knob on a spring. It was a jokey joke knob. <laughs> and to get the water in the tub, I had to experiment. <laughs> Call maintenance. (laughs) How do I get water in the tub? (laughs) In my parents' room, a little button had to be pushed to start the shower. Did a five-year-old write this? What the hell? (laughs) A little button had... Yeah. Like in every other shower. If you're going to do this, then please put a note in the room saying how the shower works. (laughs) (laughs) A sign. Put a note in to figure out how to make the shower go (laughs) Starting with... Hey, stupid. <laughs> to fill tub. I mean, from the dawn of civilization, people have been able to figure out how to get water in a tub. Yep. <laughs> there are hieroglyphs. I had to experiment <laughs> in Egypt. How to get liquid from one place to the next. <laughs> ah. And the place gives tours. Now, I'm sure this is nice for people who just want to pop in, but it's really annoying if you're staying there. For long-term just, guests. <laughs> people just come in and gawk <laughs> if you're sitting on the porch or in the lobby. Then a black a- man came in and I stabbed him in the <laughs> chest with an axe. What an axe. it right through his chest. Shine that, Now I'm in man. prison. Thanks a lot, though, Stanley. <laughs> the, the other thing is that there is no vending in the hotel. So get something from the cafe before it closes at seven. And why does it close at seven? Seriously? <laughs> and another thing. That made me scratch my head. <laughs> I just sat there for three hours scratching my head. Just, I was should. bleeding. There was blood running down my face. Can't All think. of a sudden, it was six hours later. My <laughs> fingernails were kicked in blood. I touched skull. <laughs> There's one here. Um, booked this room for my wife and E-Y-E-I. <laughs> Received pictures and everything. Doesn't look anything like it. And they just said sorry. And there's a picture of a spider here. It's kind of a terrifying spider. It, is a, it looks like a crab. We paid over $300 a night for a room that was musty and depressing. Lots of grime and mold on grout in bathroom t- walls and tile. Yeah. Electrical wires hanging out, if heaters and baseboards. Bare light bulb with no fixture in the bathroom. <laughs> Hanging wires from TV over decorative non-working fireplace. It was close to disgusting. <laughs> Do not stay in hotel. <laughs> Maybe newer buildings are better, question mark? And they have a picture of the exposed light bulb in the bathroom. I was like, this looks scary. It's probably what I'd want out of the Yeah, I mean, that's the, the guy that read the book that was terrified should have stayed there. <laughs> this does sound really bad. <laughs> I mean, the mold is, is kind of. Yeah. It's a little gross. No snow removal to the stairs. Well, you saw that from the movie, obviously. Yeah. Where Danny had to get dumped out the side of the window, which that window is impossibly small, right? Tiny window. Yeah. It was a bathroom window, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Tiny window. Luckily, there was a snow drift. Yeah, but then how did she get out? She had to run downstairs. Yeah. I mean, for as tiny as she was, she she couldn't fit out the window. He gets called away somehow. (laughs) The hotel it's called away. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta. I gotta pay. Uh, somebody's paging me. Oh, uh, I gotta. Old go. lady in room two four three. <laughs> She's paging me. I <laughs> never should have given her my pager number. <laughs> Here's one from a delightfully upbeat lady. What a lovely history-filled hotel. <laughs> How lucky are we to get a chance to spend the How night? How lucky are we? <laughs> I like well, this. As optimist. lucky as anybody that has money to get a room. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> you pay money and you get a room. And you can say that. <laughs> yes. That Location is. and surrounding area are nature filled and full of all the beautiful Colorado feel. We are so excited to be here. Of course, lights like, everywhere. She wrote this as they were there. <laughs> Fans of the Shining movie, sad we can't do the tour as all the slots are filled. Wow. Trails and hikes right here. Elks running freely. Jesus. We saw a beaver cross the road as well <laughs> as golden eagles. Two exclamation points. Wow. That, first of all, that never ends well. 
If there's golden eagles circling a beaver crossing the road. <laughs> we saw a beaver crossing the road as well as golden eagles. We're going to go approach them now. <laughs> Be back to finish this review. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. We'll wow. update as soon as we're done with the <laughs> angry beaver fighting the eagles. <laughs> It's crazy that there's still that many people going on The Shining tours. What a lovely history-filled hotel. How lucky are we to get a chance to spend it? How lucky are we? Uh, I love it. Look, it's a bear. I'm going to go pet the bear. It's part of the tour, right? Oh, there's a baby over there. I'm going to get in between it and the baby. I want to I be a part of this. I'm going to get in on this snuggle. <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> Last review. <laughs> Back in a jiff. <laughs> There's no signs. I love it. <laughs> the shower faucet is hanging on a spring. How quaint. <laughs> the knob is a jar. The jar is a knob. And so much mold. <laughs> 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 My daughter chewed on some exposed electrical wire. <laughs> I like this one. So we loved our experience here because I read all the re Yelp reviews beforehand and did not stay, eat dinner, or officially tour here. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Uh, we didn't do any of that shit. My boyfriend and I have stayed at the Stanley three times during the past two months. That's too many. That is too Why? many. You, you need to check in with your boyfriend. And we will be back again at the end of January. It's not okay. <laughs> he wants a job as a caretaker at the end of January. Come on. What's wrong with you? My boyfriend won't leave. We love this place. He seems like he's drawn here. <laughs> he says we'll stay here forever and ever. <laughs> That is... He says, I need correction. We'll be back again next month. <laughs> Every time we stayed there, we observed paranormal activity, both in our room no. <laughs> and in the main public areas no. of the original oh boy. historic hotel. If you enjoy seeing slash feeling ghosts, <laughs> ask for one of the haunted rooms. <laughs> Come on. No, that is, you cannot ask for a haunted room. Yeah. I can't believe she just veered into ghosts all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of paranormal stuff. We yeah. love it. If you like being... What is it like feeling ghosts inside of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is she... I can't remember. If you like being violated by ghosts... <laughs> if you like to violate or, and or be violated by ghosts... If you enjoy seeing, feeling ghosts... Feeling, yeah. Seeing, feeling ghosts, ask for one of the haunted rooms. <laughs> uh, hi, can yeah. I have a haunted room? <laughs> Leave, sir. I, I want to. First of all, I don't think it's appropriate to just feel ghosts either. Yeah, no. Ask for permission. The hashtag times up. <laughs> just go groping at ghosts, <laughs> sir. You've always been the caretaker. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Please. That's inappropriate. That is, hands above the table. <laughs> I love this. She gets into the ghost and then immediately just turns into the architectural stuff. Uh, there are two waiters named Lewis. <laughs> and a waitress called Hannah. Okay. Oh. Can you imagine? They have names. <laughs> Many thanks to them for outstanding service and great conversation. Other employees are Dan and Jacob. <laughs> You'll enjoy the many names here at the Stanley Hotel. It's a massive hotel. There's five employees. Other employees. Come for our ghosts and our many employees who have names. Like the Dan and Jacob. <laughs> Ask for one of the Jacob rooms. Isn't that weird? <laughs> they are the best. I think she's naming ghosts. Like, you can't <laughs> yeah, just yeah, name yeah. five people. Like that's <laughs> Dan and Jacob who stand next to your bed and whisper to you during the night to leave. <laughs> just... Get out. Uh, they are the best, and the Stanley is lucky to have them. <laughs> we drive two and a half hours from Colorado Springs to stay there. Wow. And most of the time, we stay at the hotel the entire time without doing any of the uh, great activities the area has to offer. Exclamation point. Five stars. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Incredible. Another one, one star, just says, Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I am lost. 
<laughs> I have we been were- in the woods for several days. I have one percent left on my battery. <laughs> I'm using Help. it. I'm Help. using it to post Subject, trip advisor. So cold. One star. <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching The Outsider. I haven't been watching it. I have. Yes. Five episodes in right now. Yeah. It's very good. I was hesitant to watch it because the description starts off with an 11-year-old boy is found mutilated in the woods. Yeah. And I just, not, I'm not cashing in my chips for that. Set the hook for me. I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> All right. He probably sucked. Yeah, so I didn't want to see that. But I've been told since that it's... Delicious. The, 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 <laughs> the, the unpleasantness is over. <laughs> no, it's pretty quick. You're a sick fuck fink. <laughs> it's pretty quick. It's not... They don't... I will say it is graphic. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> No, I, uh, you know, but it's over pretty quick, and then they get on to the meat of it. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, not yeah. I'm so I'm thinking I'll watch it. But I'm gonna have to steal myself to to get into it. I mean, I you I know, love Stephen King. Yeah, I love his stories. Maybe I should just read the book. <laughs> I mean, that's that that would make it easier actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is good. I like it a lot. Um, and now it's like as it goes on in the series it becomes a little more Stephen King yeah yeah mysterious shit like true detective yeah that's I mean the a, first that's season that's got a lot of that a lot of what mystical shit is it mystical there's all this weird shit going on what happened at the end of it well the ending turns out oh it was all kind of nothing uh, <laughs> right yeah they think that some <laughs> they think that some magical black magic shit is happening oh yeah 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 uh, but it's not it's well, you don't know until the last episode, <laughs> right. but sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's and that's a it's a fucking shitty letdown. Uh, a little bit that last episode. Yeah, Sean and I just finished Luigi's Mansion three. What on Nintendo Switch? Luigi's oh, Mansion. I don't, I don't know that shit. It's really good. It's super fun. <laughs> and we were playing it for like a while since before Christmas. Yeah, and it's just like old school Nintendo fun. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. It's Luigi. Yeah. Mario is like stuck in a painting. It's a whole thing. It's it's mostly Luigi's. It's, it's Lu- all Luigi. It's Luigi centric. It is Luigi centric. Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, so there's Luigi, and then there's this amorphous. Is this Luigi's first time? No, uh, no, no, this is fronting Luigi Mansion Three. Uh, but but was the, okay. I, I see. <laughs> I see. But was the third the, installment? Was this of, the first uh, franchise to to uh, push Luigi the, front and center? The Haunted Mansion franchise? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's two, so there's, it's two player. There's Luigi. Yeah. And Luigi is part of his ghost busting paraphernalia that he fits on his back. He's a ghostbuster. He's a ghostbuster. Essentially. He has a, one thing vacuums, another shoots light another like there's this whole thing. So, but it within that little no, back, no, no. tell me every detail. <laughs> and as part of this apparatus, there's this amorphous green blob that he shoots out of his out of his backpack that he kills ghosts with. Uh-huh. That is called Gooigi. And uh. it's, <laughs> it's just vaguely in the shape of Luigi. Gross. <laughs> there's no bones at all. There's no spine. There's no bones. He's just Gooigi. Uh-huh. And he can walk through vents and he's just like, boop. I was Gooigi. And there's some things that Luigi can't do that Gooigi has to do. Right. But Gooigi's not his own man. Like, Gooigi is... He needs Luigi to open doors. Like, he he can't... Right. Like, he can't climb ladders. (laughs) He can't open doors. And then at the end end of the game, we've been through this together 30 hours, like, of total play. It's a long time. It's a weird ending, and the fucking hotel falls down, and then... You build the hotel back up again with the ghost. You reconstruct the hotel. Uh-huh. And they're driving away. And and they free all, like, there's three mushrooms, and there's Princess P, and yeah. there's fucking Mario. Yeah. Luigi f- fucking frees all of them with a big helping hand from Gooigi, <laughs> mind you. Yeah. 
me, yeah. Gooigi, and then all of them fucking pile in a van and leave. And Gooigi is standing at the fucking front of the hotel with the ghost that he's been fighting since before December, before the holidays. Yeah. Just leaves. Luigi just takes off. <laughs> Leaving who there? Gooigi. Yeah. Instrumental. And like he's with a bunch of ghosts. Like that they were fighting the whole time, but then they befriended at the end of the game to like rebuild the hotel. Right. And they just leave him there. They just left Gooigi there. Like, I thought <laughs> we built a I hope you freed your brother. Like, there's you couldn't have done it without me. You just ectoplasm. <laughs> I ectoplasm has feelings. You're just goo. Gooigi. I you know, I don't know where that came from, but I, it was disappointing at the end. I guess I was talking about the critically acclaimed television show <laughs> True Detective season one, which had a disappointing ending. Right, and you saw like, yep, no, some kind of a <laughs> parallel to your Mario. I would argue and Luigi video game. This was more of a disappointing <laughs> ending, actually. <laughs> it's just disappointing to be left behind. Yeah, I yeah, thought we were in it together. I didn't care. I thought I was going to meet your brother. Like it was going to be a thing. No, and you live at the the whole time. Hotel if I hit now. the wrong button, he goes Mario. <laughs> like all Guigi cares about is freeing Mario. <laughs> Fucking these assholes all pile into the. It's the only thing he says. Mario. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, you poor simpleton, <laughs> Guigi. <laughs> Luigi's not coming back to the hotel that he just rebuilt. I mean, I don't know what his future it's a plans hotel, are. You said, yeah, it's a hotel. Yeah, fifteen-story hotel in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the story that you just told me <laughs> about Luigi's mansion—not a story. It happened. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> I mean, over a couple of months. <laughs> Sir, can you explain to me? <laughs> it, 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 it was, On or about when <laughs> when this occurred? The old the year and the new year. The old mansion. year and the new year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it happened for you. You lived this. This is a lived did. experience. Um, it's a shared experience. I think that, that, <laughs> that Luigi's adventures in the haunted hotel, of course, mirror the <laughs> events that take place in The Shining. It's interesting. Okay. okay. You've got uh, Luigi is uh, Danny. Oh, okay. He's the hero. Right. Uh, I mean, it depends on who you ask. I think Guigi <laughs> has. Leave, <laughs> leave your personal biases I at the door, please. There are multiple heroes Just in this Just because arc. you were forced in your home <laughs> to be the goo creature. I, I chose to be the goo creature. Uh, <laughs> it's, not what, it's not what your wife's blog uh, says. <laughs> um, fucking blogger. <laughs> she, she tells us everything. So, <laughs> Danny is Luigi. Luigi is Danny. Um, they are one. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> they are one. Yeah. And Guigi is actually both the physical and shined projection manifestation of Dick Halloran. <laughs> he assists Danny getting through. He tells him he tells him a bit about the shining. Gives him gives him some help at the beginning. Yeah, and then and then when when he's, <laughs> it, when he's called, he's called by Danny. Yeah, to come to the rescue. Right, right. right. Uh, a call he should have screamed and ignored. He absolutely, that should was not a have answered that call. Rookie mistake, Dick Halloran. Danny's like, Mister Halloran, <laughs> Mister Halloran, are you there? <laughs> I'm on the other line. <laughs> On the other line, Danny. <laughs> I can't, I'm too far away. I can't, I can't hear you. <laughs> Write me a letter. <laughs> Write me a letter, Doc. Uh, so uh, that's, a comes, creep, that's a creepy scene, by he, the way. Yeah. You like ice cream, What's Doc? up, Doc? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dick Halloran comes to Danny's aid when called, just like Luigi. Yes. Comes to the aid of Luigi. Right. Right. It's a more of a team effort, but yes. And then he, okay, <laughs> fine. And then at the end, partners, <laughs> equal partners, the- not the way you describe <laughs> well, it, Craig. Well, By your own account, not he's at the left, end. He's not left at, at the, the end. end. So like like Dick Halloran left to rot in the haunted hotel, except a 
uh, axe to the chest of Guiji uh-huh. wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I'm not saying it's an exact <laughs> roadmap to the Kubrick film. Yeah, okay. But this is at least as plausible as most of the conspiracy theories floating <laughs> it's, around it's about, true. about The Shining. It's true. And it's hidden meanings. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so they drive away. Wendy and Danny yeah. drive off Wave in the snowcat. Little... Who, does, uh, Mari- <laughs> who does Luigi drive away with? Mario? All and, of his and friends. Prin- Princess P. That we, everyone that we yeah. worked so hard to free. The people that were rescued. Yeah. Just like Wendy. But I'm still, Luigi was still alive. And Dick Halloran was not. Not. Nah, he was <laughs> decidedly. Luigi was not still alive. Luigi is goo. This is this is the problem. He's not this alive. Is, everyone just thinks he's <laughs> fucking goo. I didn't really think about that, but if I had to say, I would say that Guigi was more the mom character, the Shelley Duvall character. What? No, because because Guigi gets left behind. He does get left. Wendy does not. Wendy is one of the rescued. So disappointing. <laughs> and Luigi throughout you the fucking in- left me. <laughs> I just think uh, it was it's fair. just like Halloran. Poor guy came all the way from Florida. I, I should read that book again. That's a great book. I'm gonna read it again. This it's, it's a great book. I'm not, I'm not even gonna promise that. Uh, no, I might never read again. Uh, I mean, honestly, I I feel like I've been reading the same page I for just, four years. Yeah. I just when of, I go to bed, of what book? It's book? actually Mein Kampf. Uh, <laughs> Hitler was a pretty boy. I, from what I can tell, his struggle was to get past page one. <laughs> you know what, buddy? I've got the same comp. <laughs> you and me, buddy, we got the same comp. Your comp is mine, comp. <laughs> uh, that beard. Okay, that's all for this episode of Citizen Critic. Thanks for listening. Uh, please be sure to subscribe and find the Citizen Critic inside yourself to leave us a rating and review. Follow us on Instagram at Citizen Critic Pod. I'm Scott Janovitz. He's Greg Conley. We'll talk to you next week. Citizen Critic comes to you from Double Elvis and is executive produced by Jake Brennan of Disgraceland. It was created by Jake, Greg Conley, and me, Scott Janovitz. I also composed and recorded the music, and I engineer and edit the show. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.